It is played everywhere, in parks and playgrounds and prison yards, in back alleys and farmers' fields, by small boys and old men, raw amateurs and millionaire professionals. It is a leisurely game that demands blinding speed. The only game in which the defense has the ball. It follows the seasons, beginning each year with the fond expectancy of springtime and ending with the hard facts of autumn. Americans have played baseball for more than 200 years. While they conquered a continent, warred with one another and with enemies abroad, struggled over labor and civil rights, and the meaning of freedom. It's the game my father taught me how to play. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable, right? Hair is up on my arms. No kidding. <laughs> With uh, I gotta go back and watch the, melo the melodic um, uh, national anthem <laughs> on the piano. Um, really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then did you know that voice that came in at the end? No, Billy Crystal. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's a longtime Mets fan. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my god. That the, the Ken the Ken Burns thing is like there's twelve episodes that are like two hours each, all on baseball. Yeah, I got to go back and watch it. Uh, that that brought back memories from when it first came out. Yeah, I think it was in the ninety early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. The heyday of my uh, my fandom. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. Like a boy in a candy shop idea. <laughs> yeah. The um. I just I've just watched the first episode. Um, I'm tempted to keep on going. It's almost like you can just kind of leave it on and go about your your day in your house or something. Sure, and you can all put put it on like surround sound speaker because it's like it's slow. He does it by innings, I believe. Yeah, then it's like nine episodes. So, then. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, the nature of the 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 Ocu series documentary is um, kind of like the game of baseball. In a way, it's just like I don't know. It, it, it marinates with you, or like you know, you uh, you dwell with it, um, and it sinks in, and it kind of becomes a part of you. And then, what struck me was a lot of these guys in the um, and they're being interviewed in in the Ken Burns baseball series speak about baseball like it is a religion, um. Like, it's just like a spiritual thing that nothing maybe else in life um, contains or has. And you experience that when you when you play it. <laughs> does, it does that resonate it, at all? Yeah. Well, I understand. I'm what, not saying religion. In a, in a, no, no. I, I completely. And I, I, I get that when I've, I've watched that type of thing. And, and certainly people talk about yeah. baseball in that way. And I think yeah. But I think. It, as many people talk about it, people are confused about that too. It's like, oh, I've been to a baseball game and I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that <coughs> quote he just said: the baseball is the only game in which defense controls the ball. That's something I think I told you at your, your one of our games we went to together. Yeah, 
um, if you didn't know, recognizes silky, confident voice. <laughs> I got Henry Lynch, my brother-in-law and favorite, one of my favorite people on the planet sitting across from me, um, who knows a thing or two about baseball. And we happen to be one, one in the world series and probably an opportune time to, to chew the cud. Is that a baseball term? That sounds like a Pete Lynch term. Baseball and breakfast with Billy. Oh my gosh. Yes. We just had a little omelet with, with some greens in it. Cause I'm trying to be healthy at 40. <laughs> I had that conversation with think, Trevor Goss. The existential thing that happens when you turn 40. <laughs> anyway, you're not there yet, are you? Nope. Yeah, another year. 39 and holding. My dad always just like, he never advanced over 39. <laughs> and then like my grandma, my mom's mom. Um, did you ever meet her? No. No. So I'm like, wait a minute. She's 39 too? And dad's 39. I don't get it. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. breaking down World Series, yeah, baby, uh, chop like, it up, chop it up. Yeah, so one one. Um, I haven't really been watching it. You know, it, this is a sore reminder of how great we had it in 2019, and it brings back all those unbelievable memories of the Nats going. But I will, of course, dial in, watch a few innings here and there. But it just doesn't hold the same as when your team is not there. But it's it's a uh, we were talking earlier. It's got a, a lot of intrigue this World mm-hmm. Series, um, but I, I'm I find myself not so much rooting for a specific team as I am. Uh, we talked about this, Dusty Baker, uh, rooting really, for a person. Yeah, rooting for a person. I don't necessarily want to see the 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 asterisks <laughs> take it after the cheating scandal, but uh, Dusty Baker's story kind of captivates it. Yeah, he's like. Uh... He's an old, he's an old salt. He's an old soul. He's an old, um, talk about like, you know, something in line with, uh, Ken Burns, like sort of description of baseball pre money ball. We were talking earlier, right? He's, um, he's old school, right? That's what you're saying to me. He's, he's very old school. And then, you know, so I was listening to Tom Lavero's local sports guy mm-hmm. and he was talking up the Dusty Baker side of it and, you know, every single sports writer, baseball beat writer in the country is rooting for Dusty Baker. And it kind of caught me, and I, I went back and kind of looked at what Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker's career has looked like. And it's astonishing. I mean, he, Ken Burns. I mean, the whole idea of what Ken Burns did is, you know, this the the fabric, the history of baseball. Dusty Baker's there for the last five decades. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, he he was on the he was in the on deck circle when Hank Aaron surpassed Babe Ruth with a 715th home run. I mean, he, he coached Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds broke the single season home run record. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's astonishing what he's done. Now he's the all time winningest coach without a world series. Um, and, and his storyline, I mean, this is a guy that, was drafted in uh, the late 60s. Um, and you heard it in Ken Burns just a moment ago. I mean, when he got into baseball, he was in segregated housing. Yeah. Uh, it's astonishing now to, to understand what he's come through uh, in, in the history that, that he has with baseball. It's amazing. We're so t- we're gonna it's easy to, easy to root for him. And if you hear him talk, or his, he's just so incredibly lovable. And he's, 
he's not just a baseball nerd. I mean, he'll talk about everything. Yeah. He goes into politics. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, a little maybe. bit, but, uh, but, but music. I mean, you'd, yeah. you'd love him. You, yeah. You know, there was an interview he had about, um, you know, cheating coming up and, he kind of sits back. He, he's known for having like a toothpick in his mouth. He was, <laughs> he was like, I was cruising down the road. You know, I uh, was just listening to a James Taylor song. And it just yeah. struck me. And he just hits you with a James Taylor lyric. Starts like to kinda, answer the question like about cheating. It's just riffing on life. Yeah, or, he's you great. Know, he's he's a good, great. I, I could describe it as a, di, a divergent brain <laughs> that you start. Also, that could be described as ADD. <laughs> but like, you know, just kind of like, kind of it wanders and, and hopefully gets back to the, the, where the task was or where it started. Um, give me, I need to do a quick timeout. And we're back and the lines are fine. <laughs> just double checking to make sure the audio is being recorded um, to the best of the equipment's ability and our ability. Unlike my Kevin Sheehan. Uh, early early podcast and it was like he came through fine but i was like like on the roof or something anyway dusty baker right um he has uh never won a world series correct never won a world series and the last time he was as a manager in the world series was 2002 so those were the barry bond days and it it's one of those things that, you know, when you're around it and you get there, you probably think that you're going to get back there. Yeah. It's been 19 years, right? And so that's part of why I'm captivated is, you know, he, he's not going to be managing for that much longer and to go out with the World Series one would be really neat to see for someone who's been around in baseball and the history of baseball and to, to get that win would be pretty epic. I'd say probably a right off into the sunset moment. I actually believe that you think he's a guy who'll keep doing it until like, like maybe, I don't maybe perhaps know. too long? You know, some people that hold on maybe too long, whatever too long is. Right. And their and their uh, you know their faculty, their abilities to sure. play the game or coach it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I've never heard him talk about it, but yeah, I would yeah. think I, you know, it'd write itself well if he he went out with a win. Oh yeah, uh, but I think that two thousand two. World Series in which they lost. He was managing the Giants. Uh, they had a clinching game. They were up five nothing. I think I believe it was the uh, largest deficit in a World Series game, or maybe a World Series clinching game. Uh, and they ended up losing six five. And so that's sort of been the knock on Dusty Baker for as great of a guy he is, and great of a player and manager, and all the wins over the years. He. Uh, has been criticized for not being the greatest tactician at times, uh, more of a player's manager. So again, would like to see him resurrect. You take the that. players, you take the players. I mean, you say that you take the players, modern baseball, you take the player. I'm going to say it one more time. You take the players, um, out of the equation. You kind of go by numbers. That's, uh, modern baseball does that. The, the money ball <laughs> aspect is much more analytical. We'll look at statistics and on base percentages as the end all be all. Whereas Dusty Baker, and when you say a player's manager, he's more uh, inclined to give the benefit of the doubt to the aging veteran <laughs> who's been around the block, who has, uh, you know, an, an intangible value uh, mm -hmm. that you can't see in an analytics. Mm -hmm. um, now, that sometimes works and you go off your gut, mm -hmm. but sometimes that 
uh, it flies in the face of what has been successful of late, which uh, you're going to have to fact check me on this one. I'm pretty sure the GM of the Braves is um, an, an absolute baseball analytics geek. So he's the, he's, so he's it's, like, it's like Drago versus Rocky or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If that, if that will make you tune in to, to tonight's game, then yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they'll get the series is one one, and they go so the series goes two three two. So they've just completed two games in Houston. They will now go to Atlanta, which is this sort of the pivotal point. Um, Atlanta has not lost. Uh, yeah, Atlanta has not lost at home. Their road home splits are drastically in favor of being at home. So Astro like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of twenty nineteen. Yeah, dig into that. Uh huh. Um, we'll needle into that. But, uh, yeah, so this is it's a pivotal part of the of the series. But if anything can happen, if you call the Nationals, uh, yeah. they got they lost every game at home. Unreal. Unfortunately, all the all the tickets I have saved, we forget now. But they lost those games at home, and they won every game on the road in Houston. Unbelievable! So they beat the Astros. They did. Yeah. Is is that a, just a side note? Is the Astro like a is that a, a nod to like the space department or the NASA or something? Uh, Texas, I don't know. I don't know. I asked someone the other day, and they didn't know either. I'm not certain. Whatever. Um, quick, another sort of a, kind of a funny side that I've I've told this to. This is one. Of the, it's in my wheelhouse of I think kind of funny stories. When we were, thank you so much, and you took me to not the World Series game, but we went to the one right before. Right, that what is it to get into the World Series? Isn't that right? Or, or, or was it a World Series? No, I think it was to get into the World Series. Yeah, it may have been a clinching game. I don't know that it... No, you know what? I think it was one of the Cardinals games. It was a World Series. It okay. was a playoffs. Um, this, the, uh, after the wild card against okay. the Brewers that we played the Cardinals. I believe it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Yeah. And I, I, it was a really fun time. And we won that game. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they swept the Cardinals. And uh, I'm a curious guy. That's why I kind of... I started a podcast. Um, and... Uh, I'm especially like watching sports with people that know the game because I'm not an aficionado on much of anything. Um, so outside of maybe asking questions um, <laughs> and early in the game, I'm asking Henry a lot of questions because I, I don't really, I understand it, but I want to know more. And it, it, it's at some point it got the game started to kind of, uh, it got later in the game and it was a little bit uh, tenser. The outcome was not um, determined yet. My questions start to go unanswered. <laughs> I was like, I can take a hint. I can shut up and watch the game. Well, no, so it's interesting. What you asked earlier was, you know, when you hear these guys on Ken Burns talk about baseball and it's in this sort of reverence and religious romantic aspect, um, what goes into a game that the casual fan will not see is just something as basic as where an infielder will align given what pitch is about to be thrown, given what the count is, what is happening in between every single pitch, how the infield is talking to one another, how the infield is relaying the signals to the outfield, where are they shifting based upon who's hitting, based upon, again, what the count is. Is it 1-2? Is it 3-1? Where is the shortstop playing? Is there someone on base how does that then determine where they're going, where they're positioning? And that is, you know, I, that is what I believe causes 
this, you know, aspect of when you hear someone talk that way. Uh, there's so many things that are happening on any given play. Uh, it's, it, you know, now, and then you get Billy in your ear <laughs> asking about. Why do they have, uh, are those have, throwback uniforms? Does that guy always have a beard? Why is it so long? <laughs> is this playoff beard like hockey? Why is that guy's hat dirtier than the other ones? Does he play more? <laughs> Just don't know. <laughs> uh, that makes sense, though. Um, there is so much going on any given time. And uh, when, I, when a pitcher's on a mound, get ready to pitch. Um, there are minor adjustments as you, um, as you uh, uh, iterate it. Uh, well, um, and uh, maybe that just does sort of like I don't know, bubble up or turn in and coalesce or something into something um, spiritual in a way. Or um, yeah, I mean it's neat, but it, you know it's also we were talking about this too. It's why the playoffs and particularly the World Series is so interesting. Is that you have a hundred and sixty-two game season? It's a total grind. It's you know, the old adage, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the playoffs and you get to the World Series and you think about, the again, going back to Dusty Baker, and he hasn't been back since 2002. And um, it does turn into a sprint. And, and all of these very disciplined ways you went about 162 games are basically thrown to the wind. And now you're being told, okay, you know, whether it's Max Scherzer or... Uh, Zach Granke or whomever, you you've been throwing the entire season on five days rest. Uh, you you have a, a, a regiment you go about. You have a running day. You have a long toss day. You have a flat ground day. Then you have a bullpen day, and then you gear up. You you have sleep patterns. You have days you golf. You and now you're being told, hey, it's time to go on three days rest. You're going to come out of the bullpen. Um, and players understand that, and then certainly would do it. But it's so interesting, and that's why you know playoff baseball, it gets away from just sitting back and kind of let it marinating in, and you literally hang on every single pitch. Uh, and, and certainly as a fan, like with the Astros, I mean every single. I remember playing the the Astros, and their lineup is so daunting, and you're going through, and it's it's Carlos Correa, it's Bregman, it's Altuve, it's Jordan Alvarez, it's it's one guy after the next, and you're you're hanging on every single pitch. Uh, that's what makes playoff baseball so fascinating, and why why people get so into it. Um, it's but it's sort of a shame baseball is up against this tough uh, tough tough popularity thing right now because the games are just far too long. It, you know these games are going three and a half, four four and a half hours. You can't captivate an audience that way, um, and no not. Everybody, of course, is looking at baseball the way, say, I am, and thinking about those ways of you know how someone's positioning themselves. They're just looking for kind of fast-paced action. That that's not always the case. I mean, some of the best baseball you'll ever get is when you know you've got a, a two-one game going into the eighth inning, and it's all the, the tactical decisions being made. Yeah, um, said it well. Um, it's uh, there's like the old Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, commercial that says uh <laughs> i don't know like he, they, they, they're eating wings having a beer and they're like can we get can we go to overtime and then like you know the, oh, yeah. the guys <laughs> they running they trip the they guy trip, they, 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 uh, referee trips the thing <laughs> they go to overtime so they can stay there and watch more football yes but that's maybe not the case with baseball no 
an hour. They need to figure it out, and I don't know how they do it, frankly. Yeah. You know, is it uh, you know, it's, our our lives have gotten more distracting. Our attention spans have maybe narrowed or shortened. Um, it's not like what about the America pastime idea that you know uh, was Baseball's, live yeah. live and well with the when Ken Burns thing was going on and probably still is but what it needs to be tweaked a little bit well baseball like football going right now you're dealing with technology issues and you know well the technology of hd and just video in general has given way to replays because we can't live in a world where uh, a game is decided by a blown call that we're then looking at you know in in broken down frames to see that it's Mm -hmm. clearly wrong so Mm -hmm. then replay comes into into action and um that Mm -hmm. that while you get the calls certainty correct at least some of the time what's maddening is when you go to replay and you're still confused about how they called it the way they did Mm -hmm. Um, but that adds a a lot of time it's added it to football as well Mm -hmm. Um, but it's certainly doing it to baseball you get baseball traditionalists will probably say you know get get rid of it all together and you know play with the call totally but no life's not fair it's it's hard to do and i don't know how you 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 put the genie back in the bottle it's tough debate yeah um, and it's just like you gotta, I guess, pick and choose the el- aspects, elements of these sports that are re- reviewable, you know. And so you're not like you know having to go to the booth, correct? Every other play, yeah. Well, but, they're uh, they're even talking with baseball going to robotic umpires, uh, where there will be a throw it in the box. The, the same way you look at if you're watching a game on Fox uh, for the World Series, they'll show you where the pitch is within a, a box around the the strike. Strike box, the, the hitter's box. Um, that is something they've toyed with in independent leagues. Independent leagues have served as a, a kind of a test run for some of these things. Yeah, I, uh, there's no, you know, we can talk about this, you know, till the cows come home, so they say. Um, but um, the Astros, man, the Asterisk Astros. We talked a little bit um, over Omelette about uh 2019 and when i was watching the ken burns thing it's like another one of these long train of just like a beautiful oration of a quote had said something about like um and it even has elements of cheating which are condoned and and i think you tell me that we're referring to like stealing bases stealing signs stealing signs yeah Within baseball, of course, there's there's signals being relayed at all times from catcher to pitcher to uh, third base coaches to to hitters uh, to to runners on first base and whether to steal or hit and run. These signals are constantly being relayed, and so traditionally, it's not been frowned upon to steal signs if it's done in a manner that is simply just, um, you know, I am visually seeing i'm accounting for your laziness with the signs being stolen and i see that if i'm on second base and you put down one finger it's a fastball well if you're not going to change that sequence why wouldn't i let the hitter know that a fastball is coming that's not cheating in traditional sense of baseball it is relaying a sign i'm stealing the sign that i see from the catcher that of course has morphed again with technology into what happened with the Astros is that they started using cameras. Cameras were laid in from center field that were looking at the catcher that then related into the dugout. You've got, you know, some guy who went to the 
to an Ivy League who's a baseball analytics geek who's sitting in in a in a dark hole looking at a, a television, coming out to the manager say I've I've, un, I've decoded their signals, and all of a sudden we start banging trash cans and there's allegations of people wearing electronic devices under their jerseys and all of a sudden that crosses the line and I agree with that that's that's unnatural way of stealing stuff but that's what was going on. And, and sure enough, when you looked at the home road splits of some of these players, you know, mediocre baseball players, major leaguers, albeit, but, but mediocre on that level, hitting, you know, 300 at home. And then on the road, you know, they, they, they go back down to where they have historically been. Um, but that's where it all derived from is that it just, it crossed the lines much like a lot of people would say, you know, the Bill Belichick Patriots. It's looking for every single aspect. And, you know, they they were taping people at at, at practices. There there were use, there's allegations of using cameras during the games or tapping into people's uh, microphones or you know the headphones they use during the game to relay the calls. Um, it's a fine line. It's a fine line between uh, you know bend, but then when is it going to break the rule? You know, yeah. or break an ethic. You know exactly. Right. It's, uh, has it been there? and also when there's so much stinking money at stake, then uh, that's the argument for the replay. I, one of the arguments is just like, golly, there's millions of, of, of dollars, mm-hmm. and we're gonna and the referee blew a call. Everyone kind of knows that, and we're not gonna reverse it, and we're just gonna <laughs> swallow it. Okay. But like you know, um, life's not fair. You could say that, but then you're like, but there's a millions of dollars at stake. You know. So there's incentive to uh, money. Money, what is it? Money can really bring out the worst in in, in people sometimes. Um, getting back to the scandal, um, did they? So this guy in the hole, right? Is uh, did he or she? Um, did it take him like three innings to be like, all right, I got it? <laughs> did it? Did they, you know? uh, I think it would be fascinating to get a behind the scenes look uh, of, of how it all went down, yeah. how, how they went into it. But I'm sure that there was a lot of prep work ahead of time, a lot of studying of uh, what their s- signal sequences were at varying different times. And then they, they probably picked up on it very quickly. I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, teams would then change up their signs. They try to trick people. So, you know, it, it's not, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's not a hundred percent that it was always going to work, but any any little bit to a professional hitter when you know what's coming, uh, it, it's going to drastically change the outcome. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, there is part of it. You know, the the Braves now are back. I mean, excuse me, the the Houston Astros came back. They, yeah, they cheated. They they didn't really get penalized for it. They uh, won the World Series, but they, right twenty nineteen. No, the, the Nets uh, did, um, but they won the I think the prior year. Um, so yeah. the, t- the teams that really got screwed were the Yankees and the Dodgers. Um, the, the, those are the teams that, that they have, have the biggest gripe. Um, that that the, that, that would have been there had the Astros gotten knocked out. You know? But they didn't get stripped of their they didn't thing. Get, uh, I don't believe so. I don't. Think. They don't. Uh, there's really very little penalty. Um, that had, you know, the manager got fired. That gave way to Dusty Baker coming in. Um, but no, very little was done, but they had an immense amount of scrutiny, you know, after the fact, mm-hmm. um, that must've weighed tremendously on those guys. And, public, you know, the public, public shaming. Oh, everywhere know, they just, went, you know, it's pretty funny. I mean, you get 
it, it on the be, the away games, people were bringing trash cans to games and just banging on the trash cans. And, it was almost and just like relentless scrutiny, and you know, rightfully they they deserved that. They, yeah. they cheated, but to to overcome that, I there's part of me that likes that story and that they were able to to get back and and yeah. again um, show that they they are immense talents. I mean, these guys are extraordinarily good. Is it, is it much? Is it? Uh much of the same uh, cast of characters uh have, yeah. they, have they retained their talent roster yes yes many of them um you know so the the core of their of 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 their team and their offense is um alex bregman carlos correa jose altuve um michael brantley uh, there are a couple others but th- those are the core and those guys were all there throughout yeah are they uh are they the favorites did you say i believe houston was favored yes yeah uh, you know, the, this this playoffs has been very interesting, and we'll wrap here soon. Mm-hmm. But um, the two most winning teams in, in Major League Baseball happened to have faced each other in the opening round um, past the – so there's a there's a play-in game with the wild card, and then the first round was the um, Dodgers um, and Giants, San Francisco Giants, and they won 106 and 105 games. Um, and, and to, it's a huge number. So that series was actually probably the most captivating of playoff baseball f- for me personally. I, yeah. I, I, lo- I like that series. And and the Dodgers, of course, were my favorite. My I was my rooting interest was with the Dodgers because they had just acquired these Nationals, that you know Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. And so I I would have enjoyed seeing personally Max Scherzer win, even though you know he was he came from the Nats. Why do you think? We'll end with a nice whopper. Uh, baseball is America's pastime. Mm. In your own words. <laughs> or we can queue up Ken Burns. Yeah, Ken Burns will probably be able to say it. I, <laughs> I think it's um you know, it's it's part of the season. It it, it covers it, it covers it, it, it's it, part why fourth of July, hot dogs, summer. Is it not one of the oldest sports it, in America? I would imagine it it has to be, yeah. yeah. Um major the, sports the, of, the Braves, know. in fact, are I believe it's their they're, they say that they are the oldest consistently running franchise in all of sport. So they were actually the Boston Braves prior to becoming the Atlanta Braves, different than the Boston Red Sox, the different leagues, but they were the Boston Braves, and this is going back into the 1800s. Um, there was a white, the white stockings, <laughs> Chicago white stockings, and now they're Chicago white Sox, right? Yeah. And um, you know the, those are the cheating scandals, the the, the Black Sox. Um, so yeah. it, I mean, it's it, you'll you'll get into the but you'll get into the Ken Burns thing, and they'll talk about all, all of that. But you know, it's America's pastime. I think because of what you said, it's not this fast-paced football season. I think you know, a lot of people would argue that football has overtaken um, society as, as as the current pastime, but baseball has this elongated season that covers again these seasons ken burns said it so well it covers these seasons um um it wraps in hard facts of fall i love that (laughs) uh but it's so true um but you know it's it's fathers taking sons to games as literally i said that my dad is calling myself oh my god Um, but fathers taking their their sons to games um over summer break i mean that's where I believe it comes from. I don't think it needs to be over complicated. Yeah. I'm looking up the word pastime. How would you define it? Uh, it's, it says, um, 
an activity that someone does regularly for enjoyment rather than work a hobby yeah sounds right i guess the time that you know you have your basically free time and you do something that you choose to do instead of something you have to do yeah you know um yeah something so many little kids playing little league baseball is sort of woven into the fabric of 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 society right i mean in this area of course and you know this well but lacrosse has has dug into that but that's a near you know lacrosse is that's a comparatively to baseball extraordinarily early in its stages of development i mean i oftentimes think of lacrosse as like the um the the nba when it was like bob cousy yeah you know the, the, the development and the the participation rates um, haven't come anywhere close to where they probably will be eventually. But um, but baseball's been around for so long that it's, you know, it's just part of... It allows you to um, have a conversation, you know. It's almost like playing golf or something. Mm. You're sitting down next to the person, especially it applies to when you're at the game. Um, And uh, it's a shared experience because you're, you're you're obviously viewing... The nine innings, but in between, you're have you're having a conversation and a meal with a with a friend or uh, someone that becomes a friend after that shared experience. You know, absolutely. That's a that's a really important thing I think that I like about it. Um, it's fireworks, hot dogs, mm-hmm. friendship, family, <laughs> a, a beer, the baseball, <laughs> as simple as as a stick and ball but as complex as the human condition <laughs> that was a line in the ken burns thing that's amazing <laughs> oh my gosh yeah this has been fun yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. to recap once the uh the world series concludes and see who pulls out and hope dusty baker takes it clearly you can tell by what i've just said that i want that <laughs> he uh it would be fitting right it'd be fitting what's a good baseball song and play us out play us out Take me out to the ball game. All right, fine. I was going to say something like that. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like Cracker Jacks and Peanuts? Uh, it's ironically that with uh, everything we just went through, I can't stand those things. Uh, you can't Traffic stand Cracker, cracker Jacks, Jack, but you like peanuts. And, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, getting the shelled peanuts at a baseball game. It's a go-to move. Oh, yeah. Drop. Or I even sit down. <laughs> uh, it's just like... Uh, you just forget like you're even eating them. It's like sunflower seed. It's like a, Correct. you know? Yeah. Let's see if this one works. Kid songs. Whoa. Me out with the crowd. Oh. Buy me some peanuts and cracker <laughs> jack. I don't care if Fun I doing it, Billy. Thank you, Hank. Henry Lynch, ladies and gentlemen, tune in to the baseball and, uh, Go Strohs. I mean, go Dusty Baker. Go Dusty Baker. (laughs) All right. Thanks, buddy. That's fun. Yeah, man. What you just heard was a pillar of community. What lights your fire? What gets you out of bed? What speaks in your heart? These are the questions of pillars. And it is these pillars who have the answers. Pillars live these personal truths with with hearts on fire every day. 
and with everything they do. And this is why they stand pillars of community. In Fuego, Billy Garish. Pillars of Community Podcast Production 2021. Be a pillar.